Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club, the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items to cover. First, if you like the episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running. Second, if you are a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, we created an ebook for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All we charge is our admin cost to keep the show running. So, if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says get the ebook to grab yourself a copy today. So with that said, let's dive right in. Today we have a very special guest with us ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. Right. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today we have with us Chris Craddock. Chris is a nationally certified life coach and member of Gary Keller's Top 100 Mastermind Group with a doctorate in leadership. He is the host of the Uncommon Real Estate Podcast, a realtor and an entrepreneur who runs multiple successful businesses in the Washington, D.C. metro area. Chris is a top producer as the number 20 in all of Keller Williams, which is Everybody's heard of Kelly Williams, one of the biggest companies out there. So Chris, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Excited to be with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We always get started with stories. So why don't you take us back to the beginning? How'd you get started in real estate and uh, how did it lead you to where you are today? Yeah, sure. So I was uh, I was on staff with an organization called Young Life. I loved Young Life. It was it changed my life, and uh, in the early two thousands. And then in two thousand three, my wife got pregnant, and you know I made twenty grand a year when I was on staff with Young Life, which was, <laughs> you know, great because I loved doing what I did. But yeah, you can't raise a family in the DC area on twenty grand a year. And so uh, I went to the library, checked out every book on investing, and um, found all these books about flipping houses. And so. I mean, literally, I didn't know anything. And my whole thing is always imperfect action trumps perfect inaction any day of the week, right? So I just started knocking on doors of people that were in distress. And, uh, you know, and, and people just kept saying, yeah, I'll sell you my house. And uh, it was just it was just amazing. I made 12 times what I made in a year in about four months and, uh, um, you know, continued doing ministry. And um, after a while, you know, I've got six kids as well. And, you um, yeah, exactly. You know, that's, probably should have got the household. You know, like you should have got a TV <laughs> or something. I don't know, but uh, um, but yeah, we uh, you know, all the money just started to run out again, and so I jumped back into um to flipping again. But at that point, the crash had happened, um, and so a lot of the stuff I was finding was short sales, and so short sales. You know, at the time, um, you could make a lot of money uh, flipping short sales. And I got my real estate license just because they were going to pay a commission anyway. So might as well just get an extra 6%. Well, since then, they kind of shifted what they were approving. The banks shifted that. And so um, I started taking the short sales because I really couldn't buy them to flip anymore because the margins were too tight and uh, ended up, you know, retail selling them. And that 
kind of turned me into uh, building a retail team. I read Gary Keller's book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. And uh, just, I really do believe color by numbers, right? Always imitate, then innovate. And so um, we... Uh, we just started doing what they told us to do, started making a, making a fortune with that. And uh, then since then, we have uh, really worked to, because for whatever reason, it seems like the investor world stays on one side and the agent world stays on another and they don't, just don't play nice together. And so um, we created, you know, and actually I've created a class we're launching um, that shows investors how to partner with agents to kind of monetize those dead leads that they just normally throw away. And so that's, that's where we are today. We're going to do just under 600 transactions this year, 160 million in volume started about five years ago in the retail space. And so moved out of almost 200,000 agents. Now we're ranked number 20 um, in, in five years in KW. And uh, man, it's just been, it's been a fun ride. It's been a lot of, it's just been really cool. <laughs> man, no, that is awesome. And I love this story. Uh, I actually, back when she was in middle school or something, I, I went to Young Life as, you know, obviously a middle schooler. So I know that world and that 20,000 a year with a pregnant wife, that is not something that is not a viable situation, especially in uh, DC. <laughs> So you, you found, uh, you found real estate, you jumped into it. I, you, there were two lines that you, um, you kind of shot out there, you know, while you were telling your story that I loved, you said, uh, imperfect action trumps perfect inaction and then Im innov imitate versus innovate. I love both of those. That is a, those are great, like life mottos to go by. Um, so, I mean, it sounds like you, you followed your own advice. Uh, you started by knocking on doors. That is you know, everybody, um, I've gotten a lot of questions from people like, how do I get into real estate? I don't have any money. How do I do it? Um, it sounds like you didn't have any money, 20,000 a year and <laughs> you were knocking on doors. Like, how did that go? Like, how did the, just, how did that experience go? Well, I mean, I just got a lot of, a lot of no's, but I'm just, I don't know. A, a man's hunger drives them on, you can say. And so, um, I don't know. I mean, again, one of the, my favorite quotes, persistence breaks resistance, right? You just keep going and you keep going until you get the yes. And see, I think that's the, uh, that's the reason why people don't success leaves clues. And as you, as you talk to enough people that are successful, they'll just tell you, you know, they don't stay down. Right. I mean, just think about think about Michael Jordan. Right. Like if if Jordan missed a couple shots, missed a couple game winning shots and he's like, oh, this sucks. I'm going to I'm going to hang it up and move on. We wouldn't know his name. Right. Like like <laughs> he's, he, like missing the shots drives him to do more. And so that's that same thing here. And I think that's what happens in real estate is like people get no's, they get no, they get no. And then they, they're like. Boom. You know, my, my business coach, when I first started in residential real estate, made me track how many, um, how many phone conversations it took to get an appointment. And it took me 133, my first year, 133 conversations. But if, if I didn't know that, if I didn't, you know, realize that that was the case, like after you get 131 no's, it's easy to say, oh man, maybe I'm just not good enough at this. Maybe I'm just not cut out for this, maybe whatever, but, but you just got to keep going and going and going. Um, otherwise you'll quit too soon. Right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, what was the quote? Persistence breaks resistance. That is uh that's really good. Um, and 133, I feel like I love it when people have you know, real numbers to go behind, especially when you're talking about things like door knocking or cold calling, like 133 calls. Think about that. You have to pick up that phone 133 times, go through a conversation 133 times, get that no, and then you get the result. And I, I love hearing those, uh, that persistence that just, you know, you keep going and you finally get where you're looking for um, just because you didn't give up. So 
And that, here's, the, here's the crazy thing about that number. He made me do it again uh, 12 months later, and I was down to 31. Oh, wow. um, so, so that number got a lot better just because I had more reps. I was I had educated myself, so I'd leveled up and how I talk to people. So it's not just talking to enough people, it's activity and skill, right? The activity was there, but then the skill got better. And so, um, so I leveled up on, on how to talk to people and, and that got better, but also you, you begin to get better. The more you do it, you understand where to go to get, to get business. And then you can start to hunt where the ducks are. Right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You just gotta, you just gotta get going. As you said, imperfect action trumps perfect inaction, man. I just, you're a quote machine. I love it. I gotta, I gotta write <laughs> these down. Uh, so, you know, you started on door knocking and then, you know, the, the, it sounds like you went through the crash. Um, the margins were too thin on flips, which in my opinion, that's happening right now. Um, so you kind of turned your attention to short sales Short sales, it's, you know, I tried, tried a few of them. I've never actually done it, but it's a, it's a world that's a, kind of a, it's a different world because it's the, the time that you have to actually close the deal is so long. So um, what do you like about short sales? What don't you like about them? Do you still do them today? Yeah, well, I mean, heck, I flipped a short sale earlier this year. So, so I still do, but mainly I, I, we sell them in the retail space. And that's, that's the main thing there. And, and that's, that's what I, I'm teaching anybody that's, that's doing flips or wholesale. I mean, the reality is for every deal you do, you're going to have probably about about 15 to 20 deals that will be sold in the retail space. And so people need to learn how to monetize all of that. Otherwise, you're just yep. you're just leaving it out there. Right. And, and so that's that's one of the big things. I mean, you look at sawmills, right? Sawmills were just barely profitable years and years and years ago. And then somebody got the, the bright idea to repurpose the byproduct, to repurpose the uh um, Pulp. you know, the, the sawdust, and then they started selling the sawdust and these sawmills that were just barely profitable became massively profitable. And so that's that whole thing where you need to really reimagine your business, relook at your business and say, okay, where do I have things? And these, these leads that are retail leads just die on a vine. But the problem is people have tried to do it, but they've tried incorrectly to do yep. it. And that's, that's why it just hasn't been working for, for a lot of people. But I mean, heck, I mean, I've got I've got a, a wholesaler in our our market here that my personal re- retail team just last month alone we sent them sixty k in uh, in uh, commissions right and wow and that's great so I mean there's there's a lot of money to be had there in in a lot of different ways people just need to stop saying square peg round hole you know yep no and that's a that's a um, a good question that I actually like to ask you because uh, me and my uh, my partners we were doing that when you know for our single family deals. Um, we, we would, uh, you know, send the deals that we thought, you know, somebody came to us, they had this house, it was in great condition. They had a lot of debt on the, on the house. And so it really was a retail player and we're, and we just tell them like, you know, we have this agent that we, uh, we think would be a good fit for you. Um, would you be all right if we send it over? We did a few deals that way. And then we, um, somebody, you know, jumped on our case and we did, we realized that it was, it's actually not legal from a, uh, an agent's perspective in, you know, accepting a commission. Is that the same? I don't know. What, what is the, the story behind that? Yeah. If you're not licensed, you're not allowed to give a, uh, a referral fee for something that goes, that, that is a loan product. Now, if somebody buys it cash, you can, you can do that as long as you're not involved. Um, but that's, that's part of like the RESPA guidelines or whatever. But the reality is there are ways that you can, 
um, you can build the system out if you're not licensed. One, I do think that everybody should get licensed. And I know people try to stay away from that for liability reasons. But I do think that there's a lot of money to be made by being licensed. Um, two, there's a way that you can also do it by bringing in an agent as an in-house agent. If, you know, and if you've got a small little shop, like you're just, you're just starting, you can bring somebody in in-house that you're partnering with. Um, and, and there's ways to, to get it done in a way that is compliant. Um, obviously, you know, you got to talk to an attorney and all that, but, uh, but there are ways to, to be compliant with it. And so a lot of times people, you know, they see, again, they see one little hurdle and they're like, ah, oh, that, that doesn't work. But I mean, heck, I've got a client that, you know, he, he's a newer wholesaler and, um, you know, he had, uh, like, like three, four months where he, he didn't make a cent. And as soon as he started trying, like with the retail side, as soon as he did that, like ended up bringing in like 10 grand in, uh, in, in fees, like his first month of doing the other piece. So like, there is a lot of money on the table there. It's just, you got to do it. You, I mean, always, always do it right for sure. Yep. But yep, yep, yep. You know, don't leave it on the table. Yep. And I, yeah, I am always a big fan of having different exit strategies. So, I mean, when you, when you market, when you do off market marketing, um, you're going to get a ton of leads and they're not all going to be flips. They're not all going to be wholesales. You have to have different tools in your belt in order to deal with all these, uh, these leads that are coming in. And this is just another way for you to actually, um, actually deal with those leads that, uh, that otherwise would not be able to be a flip or, or a wholesale product. Yeah. Um, awesome. So what are you guys, what's, what's your focus right now? What, you know, you've, you've kind of gone through this. What are you mostly retail? Do you mostly do flips? What's your, uh, what's your main bread and butter right now? Um, so we're mainly, um, mainly, uh, retail. That's, that's like probably a big, most of it, but we'll do flips here and there. And, uh, um, but the main piece of it where, where we really work on it is we do a lot of the distressed properties, the retail distressed properties. So, I mean, we're going to do a couple hundred of those deals where people want to sell cash. And so we're able to go in and kind of sell those, those deals for them um, in a, like, you know, where they're, they're pretty distressed. They either need to sell fast they don't want to sell with an agent. They, their house is a total disaster. We've got to solve some problem, like a probate problem or something like that. So anyway, there's all these different different things there. But you know, we do a little bit of, of everything. But I'd say the main portion of our business is retail. But really, really, um, what has set us apart is you know we we really have bridged that gap you know between the retail and the agent and the investor um, piece because that's. I mean, I think that's the new area we're going. I feel like investors are going to are going to get priced out of the market because there's some new investor that doesn't know what they're doing and is uh, you know going to overpay for houses and you know lose money and and the agents are you know people don't want to sell the regular old way anymore and so so I do believe this is the blue ocean that that we're moving into where uh, you know we're you know that kind of hybrid between investors and retail. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, as an investor, I've I've worked with agents. So what what are some good kind of uh um tips, I guess, or or things that you see people doing wrong from either the investor or the agent side when they do try to meld these two worlds together? Well, nobody wants to talk to a realtor. If if you're if you're a uh if you're an investor, like 
I mean, everybody, like everybody tries to like talk to my realtor. Like it, it just doesn't work. There's like scripting. There's, there's a whole process to, to make it work. And then the agents go in and they, they open up their listing presentation and try to be a realtor. Right. But the bottom line is everybody's brother's uncle is a realtor, right? Like they don't want to talk <laughs> to a realtor, right? Like that's the whole thing. And so at the end of the day, this is, this is the number one thing is all of us, the people who make the most money are the people that solve other people's problems, right? Yep, yep, That's yep, yep. It. So when you're able to go in and just diagnose the problem, I, I always talk about it like, like my shoulder. So I, I've had four shoulder surgeries. I just played rugby in college, wrestled in high school, uh, you know, soccer goalkeeper. So all these things where my shoulders are just jacked up and, uh, I ended up hurting my shoulder. I went in and the doctor, I told him, Hey, it's probably my labrum again. You know, he goes in, does all these different tests. He's like, no, no, no. The last thing he does is this, it's called a crank test. And it's as painful as it sounds. Where he just <laughs> kind of cranked it around. And I just screamed like a girl and uh, no offense, girls. Uh, but uh, he, he just screamed like, I screamed like crazy. And then he's like, okay. And then he did it again. And I screamed again. And so then he's like, yeah, it is the labrum. All right, here's, here's what you got to do. And I think about that, you know, that's how, all of us, whether you're the investor, the agent side, and the reason why people don't have success is because they're just trying to write a prescription without going through it. You go through it, you find the pain point, but then what the doctor did is he didn't just find the pain point, he found it and made me scream, and then he pushed on it again and made me scream again, and then he wrote, wrote the prescription, right? So that's that whole thing is like, find the pain point, make it really hurt, and then say, and here's how we're going to solve your problem. Yep. That makes absolute sense to me. Um, well, Hey, we've already hit the 15 minute mark. So I got to push us into the quick question round. Uh, this is just around quick questions. As I said, I give, I ask quick questions. You give quick answers always starts with books. Cause I'm a big bookie. So, um, tell us your two favorite books, one for real estate investing, and then one for just general life wisdom. Okay. Oh man. I mean, rich dad, poor dad is, is the main thing. You know, I, I crank through about a book a week on audible. So, um, I, I'll tell you, you know, I've got so many mentors I've never, I've never met. So yeah, reading is huge, you know, leaders are readers. So rich dad, poor dad for, um, for real estate, That's how about general life wisdom? I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a Christian guy. I think the Bible, like, I mean, honestly, I, I, you know, there's the scripture from the Bible every single day where, you know, it, it dictates and guides, you know, my actions on things. So, um, yeah, so important to me. Perfect. I love it. And I, uh, you know, I'm a big audible fan too. And I like to, uh, to boost up the speed by it was like 1.25 or 1.5 just to, to like go, <laughs> go right through it. Makes well, it, makes I, it go pretty I, good. I always listen to something every morning. I've got my wife to start working out with me and she, she comes down and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm listening, I, I turn it on in the morning cause it's all about the genius of the end, right? Like work out and, you know, listen to something, you know, feed your mind and your body. And, uh, and you know, when I first started playing it, she's like, man, it sounds like Charlie Brown. Like, rah, 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 like whatever. <laughs> so I had to slow it down, but now she's catching up and like being able to listen faster. <laughs> yep, I love it. Um, Oh yeah. So sorry. Quick question. <laughs> this is yeah, not sorry. quick at all. Uh, we're going back to quick questions. Um, so your younger self. So if you could go back to the Chris who didn't know anything about, um, real estate, he was in young life, you know, making 20,000 a year, go up to him, look him in the eye, give him one piece of advice moving forward. Okay. Um, go all in. Don't early on in my life. I, I, I still sought out mentors now, man. I'm just like, like insatiably 
reaching out to people that are are better than me in different areas and not all the areas, like find somebody that's, that's a better dad than you, a better husband than you, a better businessman than you, like, like find an area. And just because somebody's better than you in one area, doesn't mean you take their life advice. Like if somebody's a great businessman, but their family's falling apart, like ask him about organizational skills, but don't ask him about being a dad, you know, like, like <laughs> yeah. if, if somebody's a great dad, but like, maybe they struggle somewhere else. Like, like understand that everybody is better than you in some area, find those areas. And especially those that are like really, really better than you and just really learn to learn how they think again, re- remember in it, imitate, then innovate. Right. I love it. I love it. Um, next question. And this is an opportunity for you to kind of flex your muscles. So what are you absolutely kick-ass at? What's your superpower? Uh, I would say problem solving. I think that's, that's the big thing. You know, I, I, Zig Ziglar, you can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want in life. And so I think, I think that's, that's leadership there is help people, um, solve the problems they have because everybody's stuck somewhere. And if you can help them solve that problem to level up and get to that next level or whatever it is, whether it's selling a house, whether it's people that work in your organization, whether it's whatever it is, um, figure out what is that block that keeps, keeps them from going where they want to go and solve that problem for it. Yeah. You know, you'll make a fortune. They'll be so happy and everybody's happy together. Love it. Um, last question. Uh, well, second to last question, uh, place to invest. So what area of the United States right now? I mean, it could be your backyard. Are you, uh, are you, you know, excited about what, what areas are you looking to invest in? Um, you know, right now it's, uh, um, I, I just, I like the DC area because it's close. It's, it's insulated the government, even when it shrinks, it grows, right? Like, like there's a big magnet bringing everybody into, uh, into the DC area. So I like this area a lot. Um, I, I think it's, it's always going to be the, one of the safest bets, even after 2008, um, you know, everybody else crashed a lot harder than we did just because the insulated nature of our area. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Um, you, you guys have the capital there, so that helps. <laughs> um, last question. So this is for the re, uh, listeners. You've given us a lot of good advice. So what's, uh, you know, I'm sure people out there want to reach out. What's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Yeah. On Instagram, I'm, I'm crad rock, C R A D D R O C K. Feel free to DM me. Um, you know, my, uh, my website, Chris um, our Facebook group, uncommon real estate, our podcast, uncommon real estate, um, yeah. So any of those, you know, you can, you can get me on any of those. I try to be as accessible as possible. Like I said, I mean, I just was relentless and have been relentless to reaching out to people. I listen to on podcasts, re- reaching out to people that, that I really like their vibe. And so I try to give back as much as I can as well. Perfect. I love it. And, uh, if you guys want to reach out to Chris, I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So if you just click the little more in the description, it'll pop down the full description in there. You can find the link, click through, say hi to Chris. Um, so Chris, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for, thanks for showing up. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. This was awesome. Awesome. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason that we do this. So we appreciate having you here again. The best way to support the show is just to subscribe, like, and share this episode with your friends and family. Other than that, I hope you guys have an absolutely kick-ass week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can go home with and apply to your own investing business. Before you go, I have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to 
take your business to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on the website. This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find a deal that's actually a deal, how to finance that deal with little to no money down, and how to exit a deal for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I'm going to bury you in bonuses, seven of them to be exact. First, you'll get the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating real wealth in real estate. Then you'll get the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools and systems and even the vendors we use to grow our business. After that, you will get the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which will give you the exact keywords we use to target leads online and generate leads without having to lift a finger. Next, you'll get the contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all of the contracts we use in the field to execute all types of transactions. After that, you'll get the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. Next up, we'll give you the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And finally, you will get the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. I know that is a ton of things to say. I'm glad you were able to stick with it. Uh, so you'll get both the ebook and all of those seven free bonuses when you download the ebook today. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you are interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page and take advantage of that deal. With that housekeeping item covered, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.